Guys, I just wanted to say Happy New Year. Hope your new year is full of blessings, prosperity, love, respect, honesty, and all that good stuff. Um, I pre-recorded the upcoming episode, um, and I didn't upload last week. I actually up, um, I actually recorded this two weeks ago, but life has been just so hectic, so, um, so you guys will hear it today. Anyways, again, Happy New Year. Hope you enjoyed the episode. Hey guys, thanks for tuning in to What's Goody with Blue Jay. I'm Blue Jay, you already know. So anyways, you guys, if I'm talking like with like a lisp, a lisp it sounds like, or like there's like air after I say something, it's because I'm straightening out my teeth. So I mean, they're not like um, bad or anything. I just want them straight, straighter. So anyways, that's what that is. Um, okay, so let's get into it. Yo, oh my god. What a week it has been. How was you guys' this week? I hope it was better than mine, and I hope you continue to have great weeks if you guys are. If you're not, keep your head up. Nothing stays the same. Um, so I want to talk about love today and bad breakups. I think the title of this episode will be Broken Hearts and Bad Breakups. What do you guys think of that? I like it. So I just want to share with you guys my experience. I had a very, very, very bad breakup. It was like really traumatic, actually. Um, so this is how the story goes. Um, about when did we meet? I, I don't even know. It was like early 2000s. No, no, no. It was kind of like mid 2000s, which is kind of where we are now. So never mind. <laughs> Um, it was like circa 2008, 2008 or 2009, excuse me, and we were together for about seven years, and when I met this person, um, actually I met them at a person's, and I really think some of you might be asking, oh, why are you talking about this? I think it could be therapeutic and to talk about something that has really hurt you. So we met at a party in um, the Bronx. It was um, a then friend of mine's sister uh, boyfriend birthday. And so I went um, and I, I met my ex there. And funny enough, I think he was trying to talk to my friend, which is I didn't even get that whole thing. I didn't even know what happened with that. I think I mentioned it like twice like hey so was that was that what was happening that night but anyways we ended up talking and vibing I don't know if it was like a true vibe or like a drunk vibe I'm gonna go with drunk vibe so we were drunk vibing (laughs) and um crazy enough I let this nigga drive me home um and he was drunk I was drunk what what was I thinking Oh my god, I made such stupid mistakes in my life. <laughs> so, um, so it was like early in the AM, so he drives me home. 
Next day, early morning, he calls me. He's like, let's go out for breakfast. And I was like, oh my God, that is so sweet. I don't know why I thought that was the sweetest thing in the world, you guys. I need assistance because I was gassed off of that. Like, super gassed. Mind you, at the time, I'm around like 20... How old was I? 22, 23. And um, so, yeah, I'm like mad gas because the nigga asked me to go to breakfast. And I told him the night before that I had a daughter. He was like, oh, okay, that's cool. So I told him that morning, I was like, uh, with my daughter? He was like, yeah, bring her. I was like, oh my God. I was so gassed that this nigga wanted to take me and my kid. <laughs> out to breakfast i thought that was crazy because most niggas wouldn't be like oh most niggas won't even be with a chick if she got a baby so i was mad gassed over that so we ended up going out did we go out no i was like nah i couldn't do it or some shit but i thought the thought of him asking was really really nice so we started um communicating more and it wasn't even like oh we're going oh no (laughs) It was like that because I think one of his friends, so maybe like a month or two later, like we had no titles on just hanging out. We were just hanging out, getting to know each other. And I was still kind of talking to someone else, but it wasn't like my boyfriend. Obviously, I just said I was talking to someone else. So I think one of his friends saw me and this other dude and went back like the, um, like, you know, guys be mad gossipy. Like, they be saying that chicks be gossipy? No, no, no. Niggas be just as gossipy, if not even more. So, I guess one of his friends um, said that he saw me with somebody. And then, the next day, he picked me up, because I didn't have a car. And he was like, we want to go get some Jamaican food. And he was like, either you fucking with me, or you not. I was like what are you talking about he was like either you fucking with me or you not i was like what are you talking like and then i'm like oh shit like what happened like why is he so mad something i'm like damn maybe somebody saw us so he's like yo either we're together or we're not or some shit like that i don't know i don't remember what he says verbatim but it was kind of like that so i was like okay fine shoot we're together damn <laughs> like, it's official i guess so from then on um I lived at home for a while, and he lived at home. We would talk on the phone all the time. It was such puppy love. Like, we were together every day. We did things together. It was to the point where I was, like, upset because I didn't go home to him. And I kept on telling him, I was like, oh, I wish I could go home with you. I wish we lived together. And then, (laughs) excuse me, at this time, he was unemployed. First of all, when I met him, that nigga was always broke. That nigga stayed broke. But my dumb ass, my empathetic ass is always like, oh, it's okay. Like, you know, like not really putting too much thought into him being fucking broke. Back then, I didn't put a lot of thought into much. So anyways, like we would hang out and he would like go to the gas station. And I'd be driving. I'd be like riding with him. And he would see his cousin or somebody at the gas station and ask them for money in front of me. And I thought that was just so lame. Like, how are you going to ask for money in front of me? I'm, I don't even know you like that. We're just starting to get into know each other. 
or maybe it was a little deeper than that. I don't remember. But I remember, excuse me, in the beginning, um, we uh, used to hang out, and he would ask people for money. He was always broke. I remember one time he showed me a check of how much he made. It was like $1,200 something. And at that time, he worked at, he was like, um, like a cable guy. So he thought that was mad money. I was like, at that time, we're like early 20s. That kind of is like good. But he used to always spend it. Like he'll spend his money in like two days. Day number three, he's flat ass broke asking you for money. So that was the cycle. Like that was how he was all the time. I didn't put much weight into it, even though I should have. Um, so then we, um, so then eventually we ended up moving in together. Now, I had experienced something very, very traumatic in which I didn't feel safe and I didn't feel where I was was safe. It was to the point where I wouldn't sleep at night. I'd be up all day and and I was going to college and I was staying up via Adderall. Like I was popping Adderall like every day, a couple times a day. So, you know, if anybody's taking Adderall and I don't promote any sort of drug use, um, you know that your ass is up, <laughs> you up and you ain't going to sleep. <laughs> so I took Adderall cause I wasn't sleeping and, um, to get some more energy, I would take the Adderall. So I felt really unsafe and I felt like I needed to jet ASAP. So I got some money from my school actually, cause, um, I had a kid and I was young, so they were like, oh, we'll pay for you, bitch. And I was like, yay. <laughs> so um, so I think I was getting tap. So what's that, like two grand you're getting a semester? So I used that money to pay for a down payment on an apartment in the boonies, basically. It was a nice apartment, too. But anyways, so I he was my boyfriend at the time. I wanted to be with him. I wanted to always um, see him. So I was like, yo, we should move in together. He was like, all right, cool. So I knew he didn't have any money, so I put the money for the down payment, and I said to him, I was like, yo, you have to pay the rent because I got to go to school. I got to get this degree. He was like, cool, yeah, I understand. So that was our understanding. Like, We understood that if we were going to live together, he would pay the rent, and I would pay the bills, and he would concentrate. I would concentrate on getting my degree. So, he didn't have a job at the time. So, he was always looking, looking, looking for a job. And (laughs) this is kind of funny. So, where we lived, the landlord actually owned a shop down the street. So, my ex went there to go find a job. And he got fired, like, the next day. Because my landlord was like, "Mm -mm, I'm not paying you to pay me for my apartment. Uh Uh-uh. So, I thought that was funny. (laughs) Anyways beautiful beautiful apartment um we lived on a plot where there was like a mansion like right next to us it was beautiful anyways um so yeah we agreed that i would pay the bills he would pay the rent so he had most of the financial burden on him so we lived there for about like maybe less than a year during that time we got into arguments i slapped the nigga i really did i put my hands on him because he 
didn't follow through. And I thought that was, I thought I had made a risk and a big investment in this place with him. Mind you, he didn't give me a fucking penny to move into this fucking apartment. And he's a man and I'm kind of old school. So anyways, like I said, it didn't put much weight into it before, but I expected him to pay the rent, right? This nigga couldn't find a job. Not that he couldn't, he didn't want any like low level job he wanted to get paychecks like he was getting before and I was like well you can't really do that because we have to pay this rent (laughs) so he ended up getting a job at a local supermarket and he hated that shit but he didn't um it got to the point where we were just so late on the rent that I had to move and then I was really fucked up because I had spent all my money investing in this place. I was still going to school. I had a kid. I didn't know what the fuck to do. And and I didn't feel safe where I came from. So I was really fucking pissed. I was like, this nigga couldn't even come through. This nigga ain't shit. Like, I was pissed. So then this nigga, um, eventually, he, he actually just leaves the house after I slapped him. I slapped him twice. And he left the house. He just left right then and there. He was out. <laughs> and he was out for about a week. Um, so when he came back, he um, he was like, yo, I'm going to work on this. I'm going to get the money and blah, blah, blah. I'm like, okay, nigga. Like, okay. So he ends up, he ends up um, paying the landlord, not everything, but he ends up paying like a good amount for us to keep staying there. But eventually, we just left. Um, we moved, We moved. I would say, about a half an hour away. So we got this new apartment, and things were going great, you know? I didn't see the pattern. Like, when I slapped this nigga, he just left. And he was, like, gone for, I think, about a week. And I thought me and him was over. And, of course, I had feelings for him at this time, so I was a little devastated. Um, But, anyways, I guess, again, I didn't put too much weight on that shit. I didn't even think about it. So, we're living in another apartment, and it's good for, like, a year or two. And then it just goes downhill. Like, I think him just having to pay for everything really took a toll on him. Um when we broke up he finally told me that he wasn't ready to be a father and I was like well thank you thank you for telling me this fucking years later you fucking piece of shit thank you for telling me years later you didn't really want to be a father to my kid you're a fucking asshole so like that ass like what the fuck like be honest like if you are not ready for something be honest fuck if you're trying to like work it out or whatever you're being selfish as fuck because you know at the end of the day you don't want to do that shit so don't even fucking do it like be for real so what do you want why are you still with me then you see what i'm saying so anyways so for yeah for like a year or two it was really good more than a year it was good and then it just went downhill and like i said i think that him having the responsibility of everything really got to him um, the rent wasn't that high, so I don't know why this nigga was so, like, bent out of shape, but, you know, the nigga, also, he, um, me not knowing this, he wasn't ready to be a father, he didn't want to always do those family activities that I wanted to do, 
and he also wanted to hang out with his friends he felt like he wasn't getting enough time with your friends now mind you i'm very like i was very needy and i was very clingy because i was very insecure i've been through so much shit in my life that i yes i was insecure as fuck not anymore though (laughs) so yeah so i didn't really let the nigga breathe so yeah next time i'll definitely let a nigga breathe (laughs) and it's funny because i never used to really be like that but since i was hurt i was like nah you're gonna be with me all the time (laughs) um not only that i just drove my friends out i just lost contact with my friends because i spent all my time with this nigga so when he wanted to do something else i was like wait what am i gonna do never do that again either so um so it it just went downhill we were arguing all the fucking time i literally resented him i resented the fact that he couldn't pay for shit i resented the fact that he would get the bills so fucking high i literally put down 500 dollars twice on a bill that was in this nigga's name like (laughs) so then i got a job right Mind you, we're arguing all the fucking time. My shit is like, you don't spend any fucking time with me. Do you even, like, love me? I don't I don't think you do. Matter of fact, I asked him that, and he straight up said no. Why my ass didn't jet, I had no fucking idea. My, think- my thinking was, we're still going to be together. We're going to deal with it. I don't know. So arguments left and right, left and right, left and right. The nigga left a few times. I got pissed. So I started saying, oh, okay, that's the nigga's pattern. He's a fucking wimp. He likes to just jet when there's an issue and run, go tell his mom everything. So I didn't like that. To me, he looked really weak and I treated him as such. I was that type of person. Like, I don't give a fuck who you are. Like, I will belittle you if I feel hurt by you. And that's exactly what I did to him. I literally called him so many fucking names um in turn he didn't really do shit for me he didn't make me feel special we never celebrated an anniversary um i just did not feel special not one bit i even i think i'm pretty sure he cheated on me i don't give a fuck though um now of course but um so um so what i'm getting at is one day i go to his job And I was talking to my sister on the phone. I was like, yo, you know, I'm going to put all the past things behind us. We're going to move forward. I love him. I don't think I said I love him. I'm just saying that to spice it up a bit. (laughs) But I was definitely like trying to turn another leaf with him. So he invited me to his workplace the next day because they were having like a big like fair or some shit like that. So I went and then I just couldn't help again to arguments with him because I saw him looking at bitches I'm like, this nigga's looking at bitches and I'm literally right here. I'm like literally right here. Me and you ain't even like, ain't even good right now. And you looking at bitches down in my face. And of course the nigga's going to deny that shit. But anyways, we just got into an argument. He came home and then he left. And then he wouldn't take my phone calls. He just ignored me. And eventually he answered the phone and i said well nigga what about this rent (laughs) because you can't just dip and not like 
you can't just dip from your responsibilities like like it or not we have responsibilities together and it was like all right all right fine so he gave me probably i would say about a g maybe a g maybe like 1500 and i literally never saw that nigga again (laughs) it's so sad but um that's what it was and I was begging, I was pleading, I was hitting, I was like, oh my god, please stay with me, like, I was acting like a little bitch, I was acting like I had no home training, I was acting like a crazy maduman, and I could not believe it, because that's just not who I am, but I was like that, for love, you know, like, I felt, I felt abandoned, there's one period in my life, and I think it was when I left Jamaica, um, and I didn't even know. And I feel I felt like I was being ripped, like, apart from everything that I knew. Um, I felt abandoned by my father, who's never been in my life. And I, I felt neglected by my mother, because she was always fucking angry. <laughs> like, she stayed angry. So, this feeling of abandonment really had me, and also, like when I was dealing with guys in my younger years, I felt abandoned, of course, by them too. So the sense, feeling of abandonment, feeling attached to someone who you've synchronized your heartbeat with, and then for them to just walk away as if it was nothing, really tore me the fuck apart. (laughs) I I was fucked up for like two months, maybe three months straight. Let me tell you how fucked up I was. Bitch, I was smoking weed blunts to the face like twice a day and I don't even smoke. Yo, I mean I did when I was a teenager but I felt so fucking depressed. I was smoking so many blunts. (laughs) It wasn't doing shit to me anymore. So I said fuck it. But that's not even who the fuck I am. Like, I'm not that person who smokes blunts. Like, I mean, I don't give a fuck. And I've done it. But I'm not, like, I don't smoke blunts every... You you would never... One time, I smoked so much. <laughs> I was the teenager. Maybe, like, I was probably, like, 18. And, bitch, I was with my sister. My older sister smokes a lot of weed. And... I was I was chilling with her all day. We went out to Queens to her man's crib. We were just chilling there all fucking day. Do you know in the car ride there, we smoked a blunt. We got to the place, smoked a blunt. We stayed there for hours, smoked like three, four blunts. <laughs> On the car ride back, smoked another blunt. Before we went to bed, smoked another blunt. I said, what the fuck? I will never smoke this much ever in my fucking life. It was not good. It did not feel good. But anyway, so yeah, that's how depressed I was. I was smoking blunts, like, and not even feeling the shit, eventually. I would cry every day. My daughter even saw that. She'd be like, Mom, what's wrong? Because at this point, she didn't really know what was going on too much. She thought that he was going to come back. Um, But it affected me a lot. Like, I remember one time, um, she had a play date. And the girl was supposed to come over to my house. So she rings the doorbell. Her and her mom come up. And in my old apartment, it, there were stairs that led to my apartment. And there was just a cloud of smoke um, in the staircase. And 
I was not in my right mind because I would have never told them to come up because of all that cloud smoke. But I did not give a fuck. I was smoking cigarettes. I just was so gone. I was like self-medicating because I was so distraught over the ending of our relationship. So, um, so, um, I actually saw him. It took me a while to get over it. And even to this day, it's weird because the nigga literally played the fuck out of me. And I still cared about him. Like today, I can say I might still even care about him. I might still. I would never get back with him. That's not even a possibility. I, 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 I know that he didn't love me, but I was so invested that my heart still cares for somebody who did me dirty. So, um, it's sad, but I hope one day that I get over it. I hope that one day I don't even give two shits. I don't even want to feel anger or resentment. I just not want to give two fucks. And I do kind of feel that way still, but I know in my heart, like, it it still kind of hurts how everything went down. Um, but you know what I'm saying, like, whatever. Excuse me. Um, so, oh my God, have you guys dealt with, like, heartbreak? Let me know in the comments. Oh my God, my fucking phone is so retarded. Try and look at my notes. Um, so... I just wanted to talk about love a little bit. Um, so my question is, how long should you mourn? (laughs) Bitch, I've been mourning for like three years. (laughs) Little by little, it's gotten much better. I don't cry every day. I don't, I don't obsess. But if I see something that reminds me of him, I do start thinking how sad that whole situation was. Um, but I was watching an interview online and one of the hosts was like, he gave himself three weeks to mourn with anything. His mom died. Three weeks. Um, his boyfriend. Uh, they broke up. Three weeks. So, um, I mean, I don't really think you can put a time limit on it because you do go through those stage- stages of grief. So, I don't know if you can hard stop, do like a hard stop on your feelings. <laughs> you know what I mean? Um, but I did agree in a sense that you do have to work at trying to recover, um, because it is like a recovery. I mean, love is like a drug. It's like one of the most powerful drugs in the whole world. Every single person wants to be in love, wants to have love. There's not a single person that doesn't. So, um, so... I found something out that's pretty interesting, and I don't know why I didn't know this, but two hearts beat as one. A couple of scientists find out, found, found out that couples who are close to each other, they don't even have to be holding hands or being affectionate or anything. Their heart will synchronize. And that is so amazing. And women more so than men, go figure. But we'll align our heartbeat together. Um, 
by being in love, by feeling those chemicals. Um, to me, that's that's one hell of a drug. Um, people kill for love, sing for love, dance for love, write poetry and stories about love, die for love, live their whole entire life for love. And I feel like I'm definitely the latter. A bitch been searching. <laughs> been searching but now's the time where I'm just chill and I'm just like letting things come to me I'm not pressed um I've definitely been rejected though have you guys been rejected I feel like everybody's been rejected we don't like to admit it but I've been rejected plenty of time (laughs) and it's funny to me because I like I look at myself and I'm so like in love with myself physically like I think I'm attractive I think I'm the shit so when I get rejected, I really take that really badly. But I'm trying not to. Um, let's see. I've been... The, the, the person that rejected me that hurts the most, and still to this day, I kid you not, and I hate that nigga. I met him in high school. And I met him in the mall. And that was just shopping by myself, I guess. And I ran into his friend and his friend came up to me and he said, my man's want to talk to you. So I, you know, I, I did my little look. I looked, I peeked. And then I saw this scruffy ass nigga <laughs> with the fucking bubble down jacket. And you know, like when you put your um jacket on, you put your arms in and you know, the collar right by your wrist, that shit was dirty as fuck. See, what I'm not going to do is what I'm not going to do is fuck with these niggas that are dirty as fuck because that should have been a sign. But no, what does Jamie do? What does Jamie do? Mm, You know it. Ignore it because, you know, everybody's everybody's got a story. Everybody's got a thing. I'm just so fucking empathetic and I just I kind of it's it's too much. I need to dial it down a bit. Um, so I see that shit and I, I just look past it cause he looked good as fuck. He looked fine. He was, he was very good looking. He was very attractive. And then, so he's like talking to me or whatever. And I guess I didn't know the mission, but I guess it was mission getting, get some ass. Um, so, you know, we started talking, exchange numbers, hanging out and you know what he wanted. He got, well, he tried he tried and then he gave up <laughs> he got a little something something not a lot though not the whole thing so um so i think about a year or two later we start talking again never officially his girlfriend i we were hanging out so much bitch anybody that was around us was like oh they're together but we weren't officially and i asked him one day and he looked me dead in my eye and said no I was crushed <laughs> but what do I do what does Jamie do what what does Blue Jay do she continues to fuck with the nigga of course cause no sense of worth at all um, and I didn't hate myself I didn't even realize I hated myself but I, I, tr- I the things that I was doing was like I, I hated myself um, so 
he was like he was like oh you'll be like what did he say he'd be like i'm not gonna talk to nobody but i just don't want to have a girlfriend right now i just don't want you to be my girlfriend but you're you're it you're the one getting this d <laughs> first of all everybody and their mama getting that d now at least i don't want that i'm good off that <laughs> um and I was just looking so confused and it really, really broke me because this nigga till this day still fucking harasses me. Still fucking harasses me. This nigga called me a bitch because I wouldn't meet up with him. And I'm just like, I'm never speaking to you again. It, it came to the point where I registered it and I was like, okay, he's only good for one thing. That's it. <laughs> so, um... Yeah, uh, that that really hurt because it was somebody that I thought I loved. Because those feelings that I had when I was around him, that sort of oxy, what is it, oxytocin that's released oh, when I was around him was just, I was like on a high, you know, and, and, and that was love. Um, So that rejection really hurt. I have plenty of rejections that hurt. <laughs> I have many, of, well, not many, but... Most of my relationships, the guys have cheated on in me. Most of them. Um, so, yeah. Anyways. Uh, hope you guys have a good week. Please wish me a good week, please. Because I need it. <laughs> I need a good week. I need a good month. I need a good year. So, um, oh yeah, it's almost New Year. So, I hope everyone... Um, I really do believe in sort of self-reflecting when the new year ends. I'm sorry, when the year ends. Um, Because the next year should always be better than the previous. Um, One of the things that I'm going to do next year is... I have many things that I want to do. But one thing that's kind of hard for me is not fucking with shit that wastes my time. Whether that be friendships, any sort of relationship like... Nigga, if I just don't want to do it, I'm not going to do it. Like, if I don't want to hang, I'm not going to hang. If I don't want to go somewhere, I'm not going to go. Like, that's that's the shit I'm going to be on. Which is kind of weird because I kind of do want <laughs> to foster better relationships. Um, But I think what I'm trying to say, I'm, I'm going to try and be more true to self. 2018. Yeah, that sounds like a good one. Anyways, have a good week. Till next time.